The only way to properly kill these fuckers is to stab them in the asshole. I'm Jackie. Say hello to Papa. Okay, wait, let me do that line again because I didn't count on missing you. I'm Sam. You're grounded, monster baby. I'm Justin, and this is Terror Within 2 on Sneaker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Sneaker Madness. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week on the show, a follow-up to a few weeks ago uh, of Roger Corman's Terror Within 1. This is Terror Within 2, directed by Andrew Stevens, starring Andrew Stevens, and... Written by, Emery, written by Andrew Stevens. Written by Andrew Stevens. Makeup by Andrew Stevens. No. Coffee provided by Andrew Stevens. Beer Donuts not in the grown by Andrew Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from 1989, is that where we're at? 90. 90, okay. Um, yeah, it's currently streaming on 2B TV. Sam, go. So, one Janus Kaminsky would shoot this. The next year, he would shoot Cool as Ice. But oh then boy. in 1993, he went ahead and shot Schindler's List and won an Academy Award. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Get the guy from Cool as Ice. That'll do it. Have you heard about this guy from Terror Within? I think you're going to like him, Spielberg. <laughs> Maybe I'll just shoot it myself. No, but I mean, and he, since then, he's, he's renowned. Janus Kaminsky is as good as they get. But he shot this one, and this is shot way better than the last one. Yeah. The music's also really good. I noticed that I had to actually watch the credits. Mm -hmm. uh, Terry Plumeri is credited with the music, and he is a orchestrator, but he plays strings, including double bass. And you notice that the, the main score seems original. There is the sort of winding, winding strings that are here and there throughout it, and then the open and close have it. And that's definitely him. I'm pretty sure they stole some of the music for predator from the fight scenes. Okay. Did you notice uh, that? Was it just me? Um, I'm, I, we just watched, uh, the movies that made us about Halloween. And now I can't think about anything other than the score to Halloween. So forgive me for having my mind wipe of everything musically before being reminded of John Carpenter's excellent score from that movie. I like that one, but I'm just, I have the biggest heart on in the world for the Escape from New York soundtrack. Yeah. Jackie, did you notice anything about the music in The Terror Within, too? Yes. Okay. There was an awesome ballad about standing on someone's back. <laughs> Is that where Sharon's in her bedroom? Yeah, making the inoculations. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, standing on your back, I can feel your muscles through my feet. <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit like that it's just so crazy stan bush i mean that's pretty we actually covered most of what made this movie that that the last one was the start of a long and lovely uh arrangement between corman and andrew stevens all of these people end up sort of going on to do things uh what is the uh the guy's name that you think is the guy from city slickers but he's not chick venera yeah he is more of a voice actor. He did, uh, he's, anytime that he did a cartoon where Joe Pesci, or he had to do a voice stand-in for Joe Pesci, this is the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, Burton Gilliam from City Slickers and Paper Moon, he graces us with his presence. Renee yeah, Jones also, goes on. Wasn't he in Back to the Future 3 with Slim Pickens? Wasn't he one of the cowboys that said... He might have been. 
Clint Eastwood. What kind of name is that? Could have been. I don't remember Back to the Future very much. Well, look at them moccasins. Nikkei, is that some sort of Navajo language word? Because he's wearing Nikes. I don't remember Back but, to the Future 3. It's not very good. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about the ladies? We got Ariel uh, and Claire Sharon. She's okay. good and stuff. Sharon, the gal, you're talking about the booby ladies? Yeah, the booby ladies. Uh, the booby ladies were in an episode of everything. Barbara Allen Woods is the larger of the boob, uh, the larger boobs booby lady, mm-hmm. and she goes on to, I think, be a main character in One Tree Hill. Uh, I don't watch that shit though. Jackie, uh, I've never seen that. Okay, all right. It Lee, sounds stupid. Um, and I don't know exactly how or what situation he could have possibly gotten into. But he claimed that he did. The only reason he did this movie was to pay for his house. So maybe he like bought a new house, got a little overextended, and he's like, you know what? If I do this piece of shit movie, I can just pay it off. Right. Okay. He wasn't a fan. <laughs> no. Like I worked with Kubrick. goddammit. it. Yeah. Gunny. He died about five years ago, I think. Yeah. Um. Chick Venera just died in July. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, too bad. All right. Should we dive into this? Yes. Okay. Uh, guess she didn't make it. <laughs> That's the first thing. Answers are uh, follow up from the first episode. So what happens? She does not appear at all. She's barely even mentioned. And I was surprised. The tone of this movie is strange because it starts out with an opening scroll explaining the world that they live in, where which is fine if you're going in and never seen the first one. But there's enough references to the first movie that you're like, wait. I had to have seen the first one to even be involved in this. Why are you doing an opening scroll? You can't have it both ways. I don't know. There's a weird amount of time that passes between the two of them, right? It's like this one probably doesn't make it onto video shelves until 91. And the other Mm -hmm. one was made in 88, something like that. So you would have thought this would have been more of a situation where he right off the heels of it was like, Stevens, go ahead, take off. But apparently he uh, kicked around the studio for a couple of years and learned how to do some shit before he directed this. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, David, our hero from the first film, is wandering the wasteland alone, still on his way to the Rocky Mountain Lab, which I guess is the only other lab. I mean, it's the only other lab we ever hear about. I mean, is there like a Seattle lab? Did he have options? Could he have gone to like L.A. lab or Dallas lab? Well, I think the desert lab would have been the closest thing to the L.A. lab. It was in Utah, so. It was in Utah? Yeah, the first one. Huh. Wasn't it? Mojave no? Desert, yeah. yeah. It was in Mojave. I don't Isn't know. Southern Utah, Mojave? Nope. Moab. Okay. I don't know. Great base uh, in Southern Utah. Yeah, so either way, yeah, go to the L.A. lab, boy. Rocky Mountain. Anyways, he's on his way there. Um, Rocky Mountain is... Do I mean, I want to say they're doing okay, but also what's the deal with the vaccines? They don't have vaccines or they got to continually make new booster shots. Is that's what's going on? Because they don't exact, have it. Not exactly sure. Yeah. Well, how did they make it this entire time without vaccines? Well, they didn't have any vaccines in the first one. They were just right. hoping to not get contaminated. So maybe the Rocky Mountain Lab has made some headway on the vaccines that in... One of the uh, ingredients is peyote, so mm-hmm. they got to have more of those vaccines. Does peyote I don't know that you get in- addicted to pe- peyote. It'd probably does, be lame. 
Does that grow in Colorado at all? I don't know what uh, where peyote grows. Probably. You know what? Colorado has the Rocky Mountains on one side of it. There's a lot of that state that's desert. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, Western Colorado is basically Southern Wyoming. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's gross. No, Eastern Colorado. No, Western. The Rockies are in the east of Colorado. Denver is basically sure on, the, on west. the border. Right, I'm whatever. pretty sure you need to look at a map. All right. Of course, I was the guy that was like, Mojave, isn't that in Utah? So maybe we all, let's all go back to school. Do some Ronnie Danger feeling. I get no respect. No, you don't. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rocky Mountain Lab is doing the vaccine business. They know each other. He has now got radio equipment that didn't exist in the first movie. Uh, where he can radio in, and they're like, oh, David, you're on your way. Good to hear from you. So my question is, is he picking up these supplies as he goes? Like, like they've discovered the vaccine. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, we need this shit to make it, to make the vaccine. Can you pick it up on your way? Like, if you see these things, grab them. Well, one of their dudes, one of the Rocky Mountain dudes, went out for a picnic or something. I don't know. Took all their fucking vaccine supplies and then lost them. He doesn't explain how he lost them. Like, oh, the monster stole him. He's just like, I lost all this stuff and then dies. So I think that, he th- may have been gathering this stuff. Not that he like brought it without because that would be really stupid. Right, but he says, I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he went out looking it. for stuff. He found it. Then he got attacked by monsters. Didn't make it back with the stuff that he went out for. OK, so then so that's when uh, Gunny, his character's name is Vaughn in this movie. Uh, tells David, hey, pick up the shit. Go get us some stuff. Our dude fell down some stairs and dropped all of our stuff, and he's dead from it. He just, like, doesn't... Does he actually die on screen, or does he just go down the hall and we never see him again? Uh, he dies on screen. Yeah, he dies on screen. Okay. Um, So, uh, they take the body down, and... Him and this other dead lady. This other this other lady's just inexplicably dead at the beginning of the movie. Like, oh, Helen died too, by the way. And they're like, oh. They show Helen. Wait till Helen comes. If you haven't read that book, it's awesome. Um, and it's totally spooky. You go with Halloween. Anyway, <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, they show Helen in the doctor's area, mm-hmm. medical bay or whatever. And she's got these scabs all over her face. And the doctor closes her eyes. And then she's like, she's dead. Yeah. So they stick them in what the closest thing I can say is an incinerator, but it's not an incinerator. It completely instantaneously vaporizes people. Which doesn't line up with anything because it vaporizes the body bags, the bones, everything. It's almost more of like a teleporter. Yeah. Like they push the button. And the body just goes into the landfill. <laughs> but they put a flashing bulb in there to yeah. make people feel better about the fact that they're now shooting these people out of a trash cannon. <laughs> <laughs> what it is, is they've got a really good high res photo of the inside of it that just slides in after the flash. And mm-hmm. you think there's nothing in there because it just looks like it's empty, but it's just a picture. And then and so- after everybody leaves, they they just sneak the body to the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) 
much like the squid games um so yeah they've got a they've got a flash fryer of people uh which will pay off later um david he's out wandering around he sees this couple getting chased by uh by a monster i guess i don't know we have monster cam uh happening for us the monster before i get into this he calls he names the monsters and it was not really it's latin for looks like shit or something like that <laughs> um but he, what was the name of it lucius or something like that yeah it's lucius lucius okay it sounds really delightful like yeah. some kind of fruity drink thing mm-hmm. i'll take a lucius please yeah and it's refreshing and it's got a little bit of mint maybe a little hint of lemon and you might get pregnant from it well yeah Side that's effect. That's the ugly part of it when they put the roofie in there and they mix it up and they're like, here you go. All right. So they're getting chased by one of these Lucius's and uh, it's moving very slowly. Like they're it's it's Peppy Le Pewing them. They're running. They're scrambling. They're falling over shit. Uh, The dude tumbles down a hill. It's a very unsteep incline and he's unable to climb back up it without help. Uh huh. And the monster is just like, doop, 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 just walk. You'll do better, guys. Quit falling over your shit. So the dude is injured from his tumble, and uh, David's walking up, and the, the dude gets just wrecked by the Lucius. This and- is. Yeah, he has like a wastelander boomerang, which is cool. Right. We can't, we can't leave side, lose sight of that. And then we get our first glimpse of David. I guess in his boredom on the walk, uh huh. He's really late to the whistle every time. Every goddamn time. So he lets the guy get killed. Let's then him. he, he wastes stands an, there, and then he wastes an arrow that he knows isn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, "Oh yeah, well I got this whistle," and you're like, "You're not getting that bolt back." He's walking off with it stuck in him. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah. Good work, David. Lead with the whistle. You know that's the only thing that works. And we're not going to talk about the cat beard. Oh my the god! Dead animal that he's got on beard. his face. Wow! It's sticking straight out. It's, it's it's like a old lady wig that they put an iron to, and they were like, "Good enough." It's it's like the early weeks of the ZZ Top beard, like before it gets cool looking. Like, man, just give me another month; it'll get cool looking. But right now, it looks like shit. It looks like the only thing that they could have done worse is like a cheap Halloween store wig stuck to his face. (laughs) (laughs) I would actually say they emptied out the vacuum cleaner and glued the dog hair on his face. That's what it looks like to me. It doesn't even look like attached dog hair. It looks like that dirty dog hair that's been in the corner of, of, of your closet for six months that you haven't vacuumed up and it's just covered in dust. He got hit by a labradoodle in uh, Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's how What's-Her-Name died. Um, Okay, so Monster gets away. Uh, He goes to the dude, and the dude's like, take care of my sister. And he's like, sister, huh? All right. And uh, she's like, is he dead? And he's like, yeah, but let's get out of here, you and me. And she's like, okay. Like, no questions asked. Let's go. Take me to your cave. Yeah, right. Uh, this is a pretty good find for David. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why he let him get killed. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's all part of his plan. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Team Rocky Mountain 
they're they send out some dudes i guess to go try to gather up the supplies or i don't know what they're doing but they're getting monstered outside um here uh sharon's out there uh, did you spot that she's basically april o'neill sam yeah yeah she is Blue basically that's the only difference yeah she's got the yeah did april showcase the bosoms as as much with the openness of the jumpsuit yeah she had a tank top underneath the yeah there you go yeah the whole whole nine yards it's, just, uh, it's working for her i'll give her that yeah she's fairly good looking um she uh her dude kyle she's out with kyle right yeah and they're getting chased around by monsters uh kyle's about to get killed but she gets up on top of a mountain and pushes a boulder onto it yeah that that was where i wrote my uh note all we need is more giant rocks Mm mm-hmm because we've really seen the first thing that effectively has killed these things in the two movie series now is dropping a four ton rock on top of them it's much more effective than the fan death yeah like you didn't have to set anything up at all you just line it up and smash them (laughs) so they're good uh david uh and uh ariel is her name uh they camp out and uh she's like taking a snooze and he's going through her shit like looking through her diary and stuff He's like, there's good stuff here. He's like Yoda. Uh-huh. Just rifling through her shit. It's like, take this. Take this. Ooh, spam. <laughs> Is this your brother? You know it's my brother. You had a conversation with him while he was dying. I would hope that would stick in your mind a little bit. It's not like he grew a beard between the picture that he's looking at. Like your shitty fucking face. Dumb fuck. Of course it's my brother. <laughs> Jesus. Well, the one thing he is not a dumb fuck for, he still has the dog. Yeah, he still got Butch. Butch is still around. Uh, Butch is very ineffective in this movie. But Butch basically fought the monster like six times in the last one. Uh, Butch is mostly there for, I don't know. Why even have Butch in this movie? Why didn't they? Why did they put? There's a reason. We'll get to it. Okay, kind of. Well, the thing is with Butch is that if you notice, he's got to keep Butch on a very short leash because Butch keeps trying to leave him Mm -hmm. in the desert. Butch is like, I would rather fend for myself. Fuck you. And he's like, No, come on, Butch. Yeah, Um, probably not the same dog. No, I don't think it was because the other dog was a really good actor, and this one was problematic and had to be leashed yeah this one was just a dog uh so i like in the morning he takes time to trim up his beard he's had surgical scissors on him this entire time he didn't just find these and be like oh thank god i can finally shave he intentionally chose to look that way well he spent the night in the cave with her and he's like i'm in love now Mm -hmm. gotta clean up for the ladies (laughs) and he actually stops and he looks at his beard in the mirror and admires it like, yeah, that's a good beard. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no. I'm going to miss this. <laughs> uh, so so uh, Sharon and uh, Kyle, they get back to the base just as uh, one of the Lucians starts attacking. And they're like, close the door, close the door. And they shut the hatch. And it smashes one of its fingers off, which doesn't make any sense because its whole arm is in there, but only a finger comes off. 
It's like pop. <laughs> Just squeezed out of it. <laughs> yeah. Falls onto the floor. Robin is like, ooh, a finger. Wee. So she picks it up and takes it to the laboratory where she puts it in a little jar and is like, I'm totally going to forget about this for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. No, she, they look at it later and she's like, well, oh my God, there's cellular regeneration happening here. That seems very dangerous. Let's not put it in the uh, co- the instantaneous uh, departicalizer. <laughs> right. Let's walk away from it and completely forget that it was here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That finger. That was not smart. Um, so David next night, I guess, I don't know. Time is very fluid in this movie. Um, he's like, man, being a wastelander sucks. It's tough. And I'm sad. And like this world's stupid. And she's like, don't worry, David, I'm here for you. And I need you. She watched him let her brother be died less than 24 hours ago. He makes a poopy face and she's like, do me. <laughs> well, not to mention that, you know, at this point, they, she's got to be conditioned to be afraid of strangers. Right. Right. So this dude shows up and he, he must, it just must be his looks. Right. She's like, okay, he's handsome. I'm alone. This is going to work. I, I think she is the most randiest wastelander that uh, has been wandering around. Like everybody is hoping to find an aerial while they're out scavenging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sharon's pretty randy, as we'll see in the next scene. Sharon's randy, but that's her. She Sharon's role is the same in every single one of these Leviathan, Deep Star Six, uh, monster movies from the 80s where science is involved there's always one busty lady that's fast and loose uh you could even say vasquez is uh not she's not a busty lady but maybe she was the mold like we're gonna have one lady who is sort of tough but also likes to fuck all the people in the lab yeah just every time Take your top off, lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the take your top off, lady. Ariel's randiness is very not uh, cliche for for these types of movies. Um, anyways, so they bone down. They're in love. Uh, Sharon confesses back at base that she has enough for two vaccines, and she's boning some Chris Christopherson looking dude, which doesn't oh, line no, up for me. Do not insult Chris Christopherson. I will be glad to insult Chris Christopherson. He looks nothing like him. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <sighs> So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the Highwayman, which is a great song, right? Everybody loves the Highwayman. Uh, and on the picture, I didn't even realize it. That Chris Christopherson was one of the people in the Highwayman. He yeah. is there with Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard and uh, Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson. And I listened to the song three times in a row. I can't tell where Chris Christopherson is in that song. Either Chris Back up, further back, <laughs> further back. You can still be in the picture. Just sit quietly in that corner and don't fuck this song up. Uh, it's, uh, what? Okay. Um, that guy sucks. So anyway, she uh, she's like, yeah, I have two vaccines. And he's like, sweet, let's do it. And so they bone down. Um, Later, she, and I think that they're not like a couple. No. I think that she catches, he catches her and she's like, I have enough for two vaccines. And then she bones him and he's like, cool. My life is awesome now. And then she gives him a roofie 
of death. <laughs> a review of death. <laughs> yeah. She injected something in him. Uh, so David and Ariel, they're back. They're still wandering around. And she's like, so I'm pregnant. And he's like, whoa, really? Never asking by whom or based off of our knowledge of the previous movie, by what? She is impregnated by him, as we later will find out. But like they screw and they're in love. And she's like, I know that I'm carrying your child. And he's like red flag right i hate the wasteland because i i can't just be like i left some stuff in my car i'll be right back (laughs) i'm gonna go get a pack of smokes (laughs) where (laughs) uh yeah she's uh she's pregnant uh from yesterday uh so he finds a vibrating cactus he's like he doesn't even specify earlier that, hey, I'm looking for cacti, just so you know. She's like, don't go near that vibrating cactus. It's got poisonous tarantulas in it. And it's probably the least frightening prop I could imagine. Like, maybe maybe a, a beach ball would be less scary than a vibrating uh, cactus. Well, <laughs> later when we see these, like, the mechanics of the vibrating cactus... So she's yeah says that that you got to be careful now in this post-apocalyptic. Uh, one of the things that the nuclear mutations has done to the Earth is it makes cactus that are actually tarantula bombs. <laughs> but you got to open them up, otherwise those they're just trapped in there. But the second you open up that cactus, pop! It's like a peanut can of snakes, only they're deadly tarantulas. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> All right, so they see this scavenger. He falls down a hill, and they're like, she's like, don't go near that guy. And he's like, I have to. I need to know where these cacti are. And she's like, well, they're right there. That one just has deadly tarantulas in it. Maybe the other ones are fine. He's like, no, I got to ask this guy, putting both of our lives in danger. Uh, And uh, he's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? Um, So here's the deal. Uh, my leader, uh, I'm part of this like group, and my leader, she would totally know where peyote is. She totally is down with tripping yeah. balls. We use it for our religious ceremonies. Oh, what kind of religion? We like to take peyote. Mm-hmm. That's our religion. <laughs> I fucking get fucked up and wander out into the desert and get killed by monsters all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The monsters probably just laugh at him because he's all fucked up on peyote. Yeah, he's just like grabbing at things that don't exist, yeah. having conversations with trees. <laughs> Are you my brother? Whoa, <laughs> like your bark. Remember that time tree that we were like walking around and saw snakes flying through the air and we were like man look at those flying snakes and you were like flying snakes you should see what i've got in my pants you remember that time tree (laughs) then he accidentally steps on one of the vibrating cactuses boom tarantulas everywhere (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so he's like yeah come on back with us and they're like sounds good uh so that they he meets this lady the leader called aliba and she's like, ah, the chosen one is here. And I'm like, the what? There's a prophecy? We're getting a prophecy in this movie? She's like, I, it was foretold that you would come to us one day. Oh, my God. No. Turns out it's like the old one, too, or something. Like, the prophecy is just one of their rubs. Right. Yeah. Like, what are we going <laughs> to use on this time? Let's do the prophecy rub. Okay. I'm good with the prophecy rub. <laughs> it's get help. <laughs> yeah. Get, it's get help. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, Kyle, back at uh, Rocky Mountain Base, uh, he finds Robin, uh, the finger lady. She's puking. So she's got it. The virus, whatever. The, so, again, is this movie implying, because it was really vague in the first one, if you get the virus, do you become a Lucian? No, you die. So okay. the Lucians are like a mutation uh, that shouldn't... They, after a week and a half, these things have died off. We discussed their life cycle right. in the last one. Their yeah. metabolism is too high. They don't seem to eat. And they only have one dubious method of reproduction, mm-hmm. which is a total dead end. Yeah. So. so the virus is just like after the bombs dropped, I guess that mutated and you just get a really bad virus that you have. Uh, you, you seem to just hemorrhage. You've got lesions all over your face and you die. Mm, okay. It's like Ebola right. or something. Yeah. Leprosy. Yeah. So she's got it. Um, David's like, okay, so are we going to go get some peyote? And they're like, yeah, come with us, David. It'll be fine. Let's we're all friends here. Um, leave your dog and your girlfriend here though. They don't need to go with you, especially not your dog. Uh, and so there, he's out there. Dudes come in and fucking kill Butch. They fucking kill Butch. And it's Pete Koch, one of the hogs from the Redskins. What? <laughs> one of the Redskins great linemen. Huh. Which one the was he? Washington football team. I fucked that up. I'm so screwed up now. Yeah. You're a racist son of a bitch. He played for him when that was their name is the problem. So what sure. am I supposed to do there? He did play for the Redskins. Not the Washington football team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. They couldn't come up with a better name than Washington football team. I think they, they haven't come up with a name yet because Dan Snyder owns that team and he's a fucking wacko. Yeah. So they've gone under a two year nameless hiatus. And when they unveil it, it's going to be dumb. Mm-hmm. It'll the be like the, they could have Lucians. already gone with the senators or something stupid mm-hmm. with the government. They're going to end up being like the the rose splash or something like that. You're oh, like, I bet oh, you it'll be. No, it'll be dumber than that. The dandelions. <laughs> that. It's going to be the dandelions. Uh, I think it'll be something vague like the Washington liberties or the Washington freedoms or the Washington constitutionalists. <laughs> uh, okay. The anyways. Washington constitutionals. That would be a good one because they would be confused with taking a crap in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh so butch is dead even though butch couldn't be killed by the most deadliest monster in the previous movie they just walk in and kill butch and it's like dude bad arc for butch what was he old or something <laughs> he was the way this plays is i just don't feel like he wrote that into the script I don't feel like Andrew Stavins wanted to do the dog because the dog's on a leash the whole time. They're like, mm-hmm. we really got to get Butch's screen time down. Yeah, this is a pain. And in after the ass. he like bites the caterer or something, <laughs> then they're like, all right, sorry, Butch, this is your last scene. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, after the rub, he's like, oh yeah, the prophecy is just a rub. We're gonna just sacrifice you to the monsters, and they bring her over there. When he comes back and finds what has happened. I'm like, I write down, you need to John wick these motherfuckers. Right. And David's like, 
Okay, <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, he goes out and uh, well, he gets attacked by the dudes that are with him, Bo and whoever, and kills them up pretty good. Uh, and then, well, he kills the one guy by throwing him onto one of those tarantula bombs. That's true. Yeah, it pays yeah. off. Actually, I think that guy falls onto the tarantula bomb on his own, and David's yeah. like, "Huh, they are minor, minorly dangerous." That's huh. What are they doing in there? <laughs> I'm trying to get out. Yeah, why they vibrating? <laughs> so dumb. Um, okay, so they've got Ariel. She's strapped down to it's it's. I mean, it's a rape table. That's what it is. It is shaped to put a woman on for one reason. Yeah. Yep. So it, I guess it's the. I mean, they. It, it implies that this isn't their first round with these. No. Like. They do this all the time. Well, she says that yeah. if they give a sacrifice, then the things leave them alone. Which doesn't make any sense. Because they don't have to go in and kill everybody to get what they want. They are unstoppable. They have one yeah. motivation. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm good on the rapins today. Oh, back to my monster cave or wherever like, the fuck I live. No, they're going for more. Perhaps because it's, you know, a post-apocalyptic era without television, all the tape machines are gone. Mm-hmm. Watching these people get fucked up on peyote and fall over is like their TV. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, they don't even okay. need the sacrifices. They just, they've just gotten evil. Yeah, so they leave the cave and David finds them and he kills these guys up hilariously. Uh, good cheesy makeup. I love when he shoots that, the broad in the eye. Mm-hmm. She's like surprised. Ah! And uh, he, he knifes the other guy. And I like his. When he, when he dies, he makes this sound. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic. When Pete Koch gets shot, he just falls over and looks at the bolt in his chest. And he's like, I don't like that. <laughs> Eat shit, Ben Kingsley. He even says, that's for my dog. It's not for strapping his girlfriend to a rape table where she's about to get impregnated by a monster. He revengeifies them for Butch. Yeah. What if they hadn't killed Butch? They hadn't killed Butch. He's like going to be like, I am going to chalk this up to a misunderstanding. I'm a reasonable guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's already had his red flag moment. He was just waiting for that pack of cigarettes moment. And, and one presented itself, and he's just going to walk away now. Mm-hmm. And he reaches the cave, and he is too late. The yep. monster has ripped off her shorts uh-huh. and has started. This is different than last time, where the method of impregnation was to just have goop come out of your mouth and land on somebody's face. That's how you got knocked up the last time. This is straight up. That, that monster's doing it. She Different. wasn't happy. No. She was she's horrified. Bad she'd been raped. Yeah. Um, he's like, and he's very nonchalant about it. Like, oh, I'm going to kill this monster. But you want to get nachos after this? I had the worst day of my life. Again, where he's like, all right, I got the whistle, but I'm totally going to try to get this right? guy with the machete first. Uh-huh. It doesn't work out. He almost gets killed. Uses the whistle. It starts doing her thing. It's thing. And then she picks up. The machete and just lobs its head right off. Yep. So decapitation also works. Uh, and whistles. It David. doesn't though, 
because a fucking finger can grow into another one. So that just turned it into two. We just yep. didn't see that happen. Good point. Good point. All right. So the next day, she's like, I don't feel very good. And he's like, eh. So just get over it. She's like, my stomach hurts. I, th- I think this baby inside of me might be a monster. She's not anywhere nearly as traumatized as the last person yeah. we saw this happen to who is like there is a monster baby inside of me cut it out and they're like no uh i don't think so this yeah ariel's very unfazed by the fact that she's got a monster baby growing inside of her she's like and he's eh, feel good he's like it's probably just you ate too much spam mm-hmm even though I have seen one of these rip itself out of another woman and I know what's going to happen here, I'm just going to be like, dude, 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 it's probably still mine. Yeah. Uh, they move, They push on to Rocky Mountain Lab. He knows what's going to happen to her. And he's like, let's go to the one place where there's other people that I kind of care about and are in an enclosed environment that they cannot escape, nor kill the monster that is about to come out of you where you will also die. Let's go. Man, David, you suck. Uh, Back at Rocky Mountain Lab, Sharon gets found out because her dude is sick. He's like, I've got the, the disease, and but I was vaccinated. And they're like, what? And she's like, ooh. Yeah, about that. Um, there's only yeah. one. I gave it to myself. There's, there's only one. I put Lysol in you. Don't worry, the virus will not survive. Yeah, bleach and uh, uh, sunlight. I put sunlight in you. <laughs> Hydrochloroquine in in uh, horse medicine. <laughs> you're not gonna have worms. <laughs> yeah. You're also you're also gonna fucking die. Uh, and they're they're pissed at her. But in truth, she is the, the the one that makes the vaccine later. If there's only one dose, she's the only person that can take it. So, yeah, no just, one should be mad at her. No one should be mad at her. She, and she shouldn't have been secretive about it. No, she is playing this by the playbook. Right. I, I've got enough for one vaccine. Uh, when I replicate when David brings the peyote, I'm the only one that can make more. I have to take this vaccine right now, though. Uh, yep. That's like, how it works. That makes sense. Learmy's uh, like, nope, says it right here in the book. He's right. <laughs> but right then the generator goes out. And so they don't have any lights. They don't have any video. And they're like, oh, we got to secure the hatch. Uh, monsters will get in. And so go- Vaughn goes to check it out. And that's when he finds David and Ariel are now inside Rocky Mountain Lab. How much time has passed? I don't know. She said three weeks. Three weeks. And she's got a big tummy now. But in the last movie, the lady had a baby in like 48 hours. Yeah, but they do cover this later with science, kind of. Oh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right. Well, I think we're at it right now because like she starts bleeding from the downstairs spot. And they're like, get her to the laboratory. So this works out a little bit weird, but it sort of justifies David's thinking a little bit that he's kind of kept an eye on it. It's progressing a lot slower when their super scientist Kara looks in the microscope. She's able to have like a microscope. That's also a time machine. She's got conception footage. Yeah, she's got conception footage. footage. (laughs) Let's check. the footage. There's there's your sperm. 
there's your penis sliding inside and out of her vagina. <laughs> oh, oh, there's the little spermies. And it goes in, impregnates her, and then there's a monster sperm in there. It is, and it's like, it's black and like, rawr. Like and they're, yeah. the monster sperm and his sperm are like fighting for dominance inside of the embryo. But it's also attached itself to her kidneys so that they can't like, it's like the monster half of the baby's like, if you try to pull me out, I'm going to, I'm going to squish her kidneys. <laughs> I'm taking these with me. <laughs> yep. So he's holding her hostage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So J- <sighs> David is somewhat justified in his actions and convinces Kara that we'll kill it real fast if it is not a normal baby. It is not a normal baby, and they don't kill it really fast. They just (laughs) set it in the corner and go on to something else, because they're like, oh, yeah, that thing that we forgot about is totally a monster again. Yeah, it's What do I do with this monster baby? Set it over there. I'm sure (laughs) nothing bad will happen. Yeah, and David's seen this before. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what's going to happen. And he's like, yeah, just put it in the incubator. Mm -hmm. We'll check it out later. Uh, I'm, I'm hungry. I want those nachos that I was talking about earlier. Uh, and she's like, what's wrong with my baby? And they show us and you can't really tell. It just looks like a baby right here. Like it's, yeah, yeah it's covered in blood. Have and it's ever- got a weird horn. I didn't even see the weird horn. It's just, it's so it- vague on what this wrong with the baby. Yeah. yeah. They kind of just do a real quick look. See bad baby. All right. Put it over there. <laughs> Don't kill it. We're I couldn't. I, I myself didn't get a good look at that bad baby. Yeah, right. So, Vaughn. Uh, well, the the finger has turned into a blob. It's it's just this goo blob, and it rolls over onto the onto Jamie. That's the dude's the shitty beard dude's name. Uh, and I guess digests him from the outside. It eats him, right? It seems like it eats all of his skin, but leaves his bone, his organs. It leaves his skeletal uh, structure, but that's it. Everything else it consumes in order to become bigger, which is the first time that the monsters have seen been seen in any way, shape or form eating. Maybe it didn't eat. Maybe because it was a blob and without form, it buffalo bobbed this dude and made a skin suit out of him. And now yeah. it's like, uh, I'm wearing your, I'm a person too. <laughs> He's like, oh, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Sharon. <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> um, so, so they find his corpse and Vaughn's like, all right, everybody get in the control room. 10 minutes, 10 minutes. How about like now? Uh, I gotta get weapons. I guess. Yeah, that's true. And like, go check on the other people that are incapacitated, like Ariel and Robin. Uh, and they go to get Ariel and sure enough, the baby, the evil baby has escaped. And, uh, she's like, Sharon saw it and she's like, it's fucking huge. And, uh, I, it balked me. I don't know why it didn't rape me. Like it wants to rape everybody else. Uh, am I, am I losing it? Like what's wrong with me? Am I getting old? I mean, these boobs seem still pretty firm, right? Everybody. She's like, why didn't it like me? Why didn't it like Sharon? It liked Sharon. It didn't do anything to her. It didn't even kill her. There's a point where this monster is in deep conflict. He's like, I think I'm a human man, but I've got a weird bump on my head and my (laughs) mouth is very ugly. And Lee Ermey just starts shooting him and he's like, I am not your enemy. And by the third time he shoots him, he's like, fuck you. Right. 
<laughs> just a, there you go again. It's a misunderstanding. Um, David's like, all right, let's split up and we'll kill it. Uh, every time I've had to kill these things before I've split up and everybody gets killed and we barely, there's usually just a man and a woman at the end of uh, every one of these. So let's do that again. Uh, By the way, every one of these weapons that you have constructed mm -hmm. for yourselves, the flare gun, mm -hmm. uh, your guns, my bow and arrow does not work to kill these things. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, but let's, let's go, let's go get them. But I'm not going to tell you that. Right. He does not reveal anything. He does say, Kara, here is this dog whistle. Uh-huh. You need to blow this over the intercom periodically. And she's like, thanks, what's this? Right? The dog whistle that you will need to blow into the intercom periodically. And she's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you see the monster on video and it's coming towards us, blow the dog whistle in the, you know what better idea? Record the dog whistle and then just run it on constant loop. We'll go in. These things will be too messed up. It's, uh, we can just bash their heads in right there. Also, I didn't radio in that this very easy to make device with your manufacturing facility. Mm -hmm. You should already have like 40 of these, like their reading glasses stashed fucking everywhere. We, we, it doesn't hurt us uh, at all. We can't even hear it. Just play it on loop. You don't even need to make the dog whistles. It is a sound fence for Lucians. I don't want to tell you about any of that, said David. Bad motivations, dude. Um, so Vaughn finds David's kid because uh, it's David's kid. That's my boy. <laughs> He's grown into a man. Yep. We, cat's in the cradle. I never got to play catch with him. Oh, my God. Don't hurt my boy. And why is he still like all fucking grody, bloody drip mess? That's his monster thing is that he grew up. He was a bloody baby and now he's a bloody man. Doesn't make sense. It's fucking gross. I had a really hard time watching this. <laughs> He's got a bump on his head. Yeah, the bump is disgusting. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's it's uh, is that his where his penis is because he's a half mutant baby. So it's like he got confused when they were fighting in for dominance and penis on your head. <laughs> maybe maybe it's uh maybe it's uh what was that movie we just watched? Uh. Oh god, the, the James Wan movie that everybody's going crazy, go nuts over. Uh, with the evil twin, maybe it's a it's a conjoined fetus that's on the side of his head. Oh, the one where the lady is. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't blow it, don't spoiler it. But uh, if we can think of the title of the movie, you know, there's an evil twin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could just be a conjoined fetus. The two sperms. He's half man, half monster, and one side of in not internally, but on the outside. Yeah, he's like the little head on his the extra brains like don't kill these people. They're pretty cool. You can't totally grab that lady's big boobies, though. Because <laughs> that's what he's trying to do. And she's like, you're not really trying. What You, you know what? I'm going to hop in the, uh, the Zappifier. Yeah, this is the only thing. The only place I can go, even though we've previously seen that this room loops around. You could you can just do Scooby Doo getaways forever. Also, make the hard play. Get him to go in there with you. Right? The, the, I didn't understand this at all. And 
She Mom, doesn't want to be raped by the monster. I know, but she's like... She's, she's also a selfish, cold bitch, which we know this because of the vaccine thing that she pulled earlier. That's not selfish Elle, and cold. That was what when she was necessary. That Hey, I'm just going based off what all the characters in the movie said, okay? okay. You're a heartless, cold bitch. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I don't want him to get me, but I don't give a fuck about you. Right. And she's like, do it, Vaughn. And she's kind of jacked about it. She's not like... You gotta kill me. Don't let him get me. She's like, yeah, hit the button, hit the button. I've always wanted to been teleported into the dumpster. <laughs> I am ready for my trash cannon experience. Uh, yeah, so Sharon's dead, I guess. I don't know. Not before she flips the monster off, because yeah. the monster understands exactly what that she's is. She's like, take this, fucko. <laughs> and she's what? like, take what? You just got zapped. I'm going to smash Lee Ermey now. Right. But he's probably not even dead. He just bonked him. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So David and DeWitt is another character we haven't discussed at all. Uh, they descend into this uh, the elevator shaft, and uh, it, it grabs DeWitt, bonks him around pretty good. Uh, and oh, once again, is... David is standing there watching it go down. He's like, oh, now that my friend is dead, toot, toot, on the dog no, she, whistle. He reminds Kara. Oh yeah, yeah, she's got to the do the thing that she hasn't been doing this whole time. You just watch after your DeWitt die. gets killed. Uh-huh. God damn it. Also, you... at this point, has anybody noticed that this monster is really slap happy? Yeah. He's not really killing anybody. Right. It's not like he has the claws mm-hmm. like the previous ones. He just slaps him in the face. The backhand. It's yeah. like he's Rick fucking Flair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's going to give you the back rate next. Oh. <laughs> Powerbomb. Uh, punishing forearm shivers. <laughs> the punishing forearm shiver. That's I love that name. When you see the punishing forearm shiver, though, it is anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't seem to matter how many. of It's just the punishment that you can rack up with multiple forearm shivers. <laughs> Off the top ropes. Um. So, yeah. So, DeWitt's dead. Uh, David torches it. Which has never worked, but this time it's like, owie, my monster flesh, and it falls backwards into the elevator shaft, and he's like, oh, that's all taken care of. No. I killed that one. No, you didn't. Um, Firework in the other, in the Mojave base? No, not at all. They regenerate. Mm -hmm. So that one's not going to? Probably not. It's half human. No, No, that one's not. This is the legit, this is the finger monster. That was the finger monster? That fell in the elevator shaft, yeah. I thought that was his son. Uh, no, oh, shit. Okay. No. That's why I was like, oh, no. I, that made sense to me because that guy, it's half human. So, yeah, you, you could get it with the fire gun. Monster monster boy's on his way to meet mommy. Um, and it's in the elevator. That's what's in the elevator. The elevator starts going up. Once again, these monsters are intelligent enough to use modern devices like elevators. They know which floor they need to go to. They've read the directory. Ah, mom's met in med lab med lab is on level one with their sensitive hearing they probably love elevators Mm -hmm. just waiting hoping it's the one that you get into where a girl from ipanema is playing right right (laughs) i love that song monster checks his watch But then before he gets out, he makes sure to hit all of the buttons. Right? To be a dick. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I am evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, he... He's up there, and uh, David's like, oh, shit, I got to get up there, too. Uh, Ariel's up there. And they, 
they know Kyle and Kara are in the control room and they know where the monster is. And Kyle's like, I got to go check on Robin. That is the only way that this monster can get in here and kill us is if you go out there, you know where it's at. You can see it on camera. It's behind that door that you're about to go through, you dumb fuck. And sure enough, it whacks him. He's dead. Well, no, he's not dead. He gets thrown against the wall. He gets backhanded. Yeah, right. But Kara, she doesn't. She gets smashed against the surgery observing window. Whatever those are called. Well, he's not. Why is he? Why is this the picky rapist monster? Right. Like he didn't rape the first one. Sharon. Sharon. And now he's got an. Op- I mean, I'm not going to say that they can't smell fertility or whatever, but. You She's an older lady, but you don't know that as a stupid ass monster. And I, uh, my understanding of of monster Lucian uh, biology uh, in the first one, you didn't even really need the egg. It didn't become an embryo. You you drool on their faces. All you needed was the woman's uterus to incubate yeah. your baby. So if she's not fertile or not, doesn't matter. She's just a placeholder for your monster baby. Yeah, they're like an they're like a xenomorph more mm-hmm. than they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So why is he being all picky? Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Highfalutin monster baby. <laughs> God. Got a bit of a bit of a. Uh, Adonis complex. <laughs> I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Much more beautiful than those yeah, other babies. You're not even in my league, old lady. Uh, I like the way that he strangles her mm-hmm. and then lift bonks her head. That's pretty right? funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, David sees it all goes down. and Of course, he just stands there and watches right, her die. Right. Again. Again. Uh, Monster turns around and goes after his mom. And David's like, totally busts through the window. It's pretty awesome battle roll and uh he's fighting it and then he's losing and then ariel's like bad baby bad baby yeah before he starts losing the fight though he does the one-liner he pops out and he's like say hello to papa and then he misses by like eight feet (laughs) oh my god the he shoots the central computer like (laughs) oh god damn it David, you dumb shit. She's like, yeah, so they're they're being mom and dad. She's like, don't hurt people. It's wrong. And Monster's like, mama. <laughs> so stupid. And was the monster going to rape her? I don't know what the monster's intention was. It, it's going to rape his own mom? I don't know. I don't it, know. It's just getting we don't weird have at this point. To- to find out because David has fashioned a spear and he's like, yeah, he shoves he it right kills up his ass. His, kills him. And with that kills him. him. Yeah. Stabbing him in the asshole. Totally kills him every time. Right. Gaddafi. He, I am going to kill my son, baby monster by shoving this spear into its rectum. That is what I'm going to do. It's not like, oops, I tripped or I missed. He like just, Yanks it all the way. Yeah. Well, I think in his defense, he's seen these things not go down to a lot of things. And he's like, if this doesn't kill you, you ain't going to be happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so it's dead. And then the second one busts in and they tussle and it backs him up to the circuit board or whatever. And he grabs a fucking cable and electrifies it. Even though it's globbed on, like, they are in a bear hug, 
David yeah. gets none of the electricity. Nope. He had rubber soled shoes on. He I was gonna be fine. Think he the, was grounded. It's a man in a rubber suit. It's covered in rubber. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's grounded too. All right, so it's dead. And then Robin and Kyle walk in and they're like, hey guys, what did we miss? And uh, I feel better now. Let's go get nachos. The end. <laughs> the end. Wow, what a ride. Uh, questions. Did they get up because neither one of those monsters are dead and kill the shit out of those four people? I don't think either of those monsters are dead. You have yeah, got can't to. Be. You have to do some serious damage to stop these things. You have to incinerate them. Incinerate them. No, chop them up. That doesn't work. Uh, burning them has not worked yeah, twice. Burning them does not well, work. Well, that laser incinerator thing they could zap them to the landfill that's what they need to do directly rather than hug each other and go to the cafeteria yeah is round up whatever's left and put it in the dumpster zapper mm -hmm. and then get out the mop and all of the heavy chemicals mm -hmm. yep they gotta bleach that place uh put them in the acid bucket something i don't know no they're dead they, they don't make it uh as as evidenced by the lack of the terror within three, <laughs> they died five minutes later. Yeah. Well, and and here's my question. Okay. And we kind of kicked it around at the beginning of the show. What happened to the other lady? He just says she died. I. What do you think happened to her? Let me put it that they way. Didn't have a vaccine, so maybe mm -hmm. she contracted the virus. Maybe, or. They went too far north, ended up in Wyoming, and she was like, fuck this place. Just kill me. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> it was a mercy kill. <laughs> I think he pushed her out in front of some monsters. He's <laughs> like, take her instead. Knowing David or like he didn't divulge vital information to her. And she died from it. She died from a tarantula pod. Right. Maybe. Well, he didn't know about the tarantula cacti either, though. So. I bet that he was high on peyote mm -hmm. and he was, you know, monster TV was happening and the monster's like, that one's not high. Right. Yeah. Let's get her. Yeah. That that checks because he's like, I have everything but the peyote. How come you're missing that? <laughs> I uh, never ran into any peyote. I get, um, yeah. Never. Smoking your own stash. Yeah. How come you don't have any peyote? They're like, <laughs> uh, well, um, oh. yeah. We, uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, okay. Um, I don't have any questions. Uh, this thing ties itself up pretty nicely uh, other than, you know, uh, what we discussed in the first movie, the logistics and the life cycle of these monsters. This one doesn't venture too far other than monster baby. Uh, monster baby doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, in any way, but the normal Lucians don't make sense either. So I'm not even going to approach monster babies business. And maybe we're right, because we don't really see a whole lot of them anymore. Right. And they don't have the costumes anymore. I guess they burned them or something for another movie, maybe. I don't know, because you don't actually see one of the monsters from the first one ever in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, did anybody else notice that uh, Finger Monster only had one arm? No. It only had one arm. Why? I thought that Finger Monster only was an arm. <laughs> like, all you saw was an arm. Uh, it had legs, didn't it? I don't remember seeing anything but a very tight shot on the, the hatch and an arm trying to get into it. That's okay. all I saw. Yeah. 
Um, I it, they shot around Finger Monster quite a bit. There's you don't get a good look at Finger Monster like you do the other Lucians in the first one. More monster. He's baby. like. Trust me, I'm going to shoot Schindler's List in two years. You don't want me to get a camera anywhere near that piece of crap. <laughs> uh, all right. Anybody else? Nope. Okay. Final recommendations, starting with Jackie. Nope. Okay. If you've seen the first one, you've seen this one. They are the exact same fucking movie. Okay. Except with the plot twist that David is a major dickhead who doesn't fucking warn anybody about really anything. Really not a good person or not somebody you want anywhere near you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Okay. Sam. I don't think it's exactly the first one. The first two thirds of the movie is the road there. Mm -hmm. And that makes it more interesting. The last third of the movie is the other one with a bonus monster. Right. Uh, however, the, the dubious nature of the bonus monster and how it bonks everybody hilariously, the on-screen jewel that is Burton Gilliam, Gilliam and all of the other nonsense that happens, the killing the shit out of the uh, cult and... Mm -hmm. Being outside a lot more, I think this one's a do for me. Okay. Moved it into the do column. Uh, I am also going to give it a do. I had a lot more fun with this one than I did the first one. There's some zany business that shakes down in this. Uh, it's also, to, not to cut you off, but mm -hmm. I'm cutting you off. It's made a lot better than the first one. It is. It is. The writing isn't, he's not there as a writer yet, but obviously the people that made the music and the, uh, the cinematographer go on to great things, and he handles the direction of this uh very adequately and you know he went fast too because he got to keep working for corman so yeah uh i would like to say that whoever did the monster design you're an ass and that looked terrible it does look bad it does look bad but uh that's why i like it um i thought they were going more for the gore factor than they were about actually having me believe that this is a mutated monster oh yeah yeah, definitely. It was like Carrie. Okay. Like if, if it was like watching Carrie come off of the stage mm -hmm. and just start monstering people, backhanding people. Yeah, yeah, very Carrie esque. Uh, is is it okay if I finish my uh, do or don't? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like I was saying, I did have a lot more fun with this. There is a lot more uh, getting loose with silly stuff. Um, it seems like everybody knew it was stupid and ran with that anyways. Uh, it's not epic by any means. And I, there are points in time where, uh, David's wandering around doing nothing that you're like, all right, let's get this. Let's, and, and trying to set up the Rocky mountain people in their situation. And they don't really even have much of a situation until David and Ariel show up. Uh, so they're like, they're crammed in there unnecessarily for a lot of the movie. Um, but, uh, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought this was a good, uh, cheesy, uh, monster stinker. It has the characteristics of somebody that Corman trusts to just do the X things he wants. Mm -hmm. Hit these bases, do it with this much money, and then do it on time. Oh, can I? I just told you what you have to do. You get to choose 
how much fun you have with it. And guys like Stevens and Winorski and Fred Olin Ray know that they only have to round those bases. And beyond that, they get to do whatever the fuck they want because it's just going on the shelf. Yeah. They get to have, they can put their little shit in and have a good time. And just get it done fast. It's also three tries on every every shot. The first one, the only thing that we enjoyed about the first one, I mean, we were devoid of enjoyment. Uh, The only thing we liked was the dubious nature of, again, the Lucian's reproductive cycle. Uh, That was the only thing that we enjoyed about that movie. This one is like, okay, that's the only likable thing that is that it's so stupid and can't make sense. Let's double it. Let's add a let's add a monster baby that doesn't make sense to it as well in a totally different nonsensical way. So they're like amping up the only good part about the first one. <laughs> it's dumbness. Yeah, and the, he knew that he had to use pretty much the same style of sets. They're not exactly the same. They didn't recycle everything. It'd been too long. But where what else can I have besides this? Nothing other than the outside stuff. So I'll just do more outside mm-hmm. to make this more interesting. Right, right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, two and a half dues, kind of. Um, I think it's Jackie's pick next week. Uh, do we want it? it the, the podcast will release the day after Halloween. Do you still want to do a horror movie, or what do you want to do? I will surprise you. Okay. All right. I hope everybody has a great weep. Weep. A weep. Good. Ha- go have a weep. Go. But go be David for a minute. Be sad about the wasteland, and maybe maybe a, a random lady will be like, "Don't worry, I'll hold you." Uh, have a good weep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do me. Don't step on those spider bags. <laughs> uh, get to the chopper. <laughs>